You are listening to the Oral Fix Podcast, episode number 55, Different Strokes for Different Folks. We will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. I did I, did I, did I, did I, did I, 
Maybe I'm starting to feel happy again. Maybe these arms won't know how to let go of him. And are we the wise ones gathered, confessing our fears, searching the stars within us that others might hear? There could be angels waiting to bring us. Welcome back to the Oral Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Henry Diaz. Oral Fix Podcast is a weekly social commentary podcast for the gay community, which can be listened to on iTunes, soundcloud.com slash oral fix podcast, as well as facebook.com slash the oral fix podcast, stitcher.com slash oral fix and if you listen there, make sure to enter a promo code of OralFix when you register. OralFix podcast you can listen to on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile app available for your smart device. And when you download Stitcher to hear OralFix podcast you have a chance to win some money. That's right. Downloading is quick and easy. Just find Stitcher in the App Store. During the registration, hit the promo code box and enter OralFix to get automatically entered to win the $100 cash card. And when you enter the promo code OralFix, make sure you have no spaces. The latest episode of the show will be waiting for you at Stitcher and under your favorites. And then you'll get access to lots of other smart and amazing shows always available to you on demand with no syncing. It's Stitcher Radio. Actually, it's Stitcher Smart Radio. Don't forget to enter that promo code OralFix. When you register, it usually applies to new registrants, by the way. <laughs> so you're probably wondering where has Henry been? Where, why hasn't there been a podcast this week? What's going on? Well, let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> the end of the Renaissance came and went. It was on the 23rd. Lady Chamaka made such a big impression on her last three days there. You knew that I would bring out all the stops. I hope you knew. 
And if you did it, now you know. And for those who have have been following me and supporting me um, on my Facebook page with Lady Chamaka, you know that I was like the Harvest Queen for the end of the Renaissance. And I stole the show, <laughs> so to speak. I am telling you, I have never have gotten in all my life so much attention as I did those last three days. Well, actually, this year, I've gotten a lot more attention than I usually have. Um, but those last three days were just amazing. Um, I just, I was so tired of taking pictures after a while. I've been never asked to take so many, so many pictures. I was like this celebrity. It just felt really great. Um, and the people were really nice, too. Um, though there was just one lady with her children. She came by. And she was like, listen, y'all. Well, she didn't say y'all, but she said, listen, kids, this is what not to become when you're when you turn 18 or 19, a college dropout. And she went on and on. I was like, excuse me. I was like, you're not being nice. And I could have like, you know, went off on her and call her called her ugly things. But I didn't. But um, that was like my only down point towards (laughs) during the last three days. And um, I put her in her place and I told her a joke. I told her, do you know why strawberries cry? And, she, and I actually asked the kids. And um, the kids said, why? And I said, because their mother gets stuck in the strawberry jam all the time. <laughs> that made her shut up for a while. Anyway. Um, so anyway, I was pooped, wiped out. Uh, I was really 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 exhausted and i had caught something like some type of bug which made me very feverish for three days i was bedridden and i was recuperating for at least a week or two and um and i also the severity of uh a shoulder pain that i've been actually living with for the last year since january became very 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 bad and um i I, you know, it affected my psyche and affected, you know, just the way I was thinking. And I just couldn't really bear to sit um, on in the front of the computer at a desk doing the podcast. So that's one of my excuses. (laughs) My other excuse for not uh, putting publishing this podcast in a timely manner um, was that I also had to go to a doctor. So um, the doctor finally... uh, I went to an orthopedic after taking several x-rays and they didn't find anything. They determined that I, I had bicep and have bicep tendonitis, which is doing a lot better now. And so, you know, I had the interview with Jackson Wheeler, Christopher Ash, um, and that took some time editing and I had to do that in piecemeals until I finally got that done. So then I had to think about exactly what I had to do um, with the podcast and the future of the podcast, because right now, as it is, money is a factor, and also keeping the podcast fresh and engaging for people. So there were several things I had planned out, um, which, you know, took some of my time to really, and it's taking some time because they're, they're being put into effect now that I would like to talk to, talk about soon. But, you know, just to give you an update where I've been, you know, that's 
that's really what I've been doing besides also becoming a minister. Yes, I was ordained as an interfaith minister during the course of the last several weeks. So I've been pretty busy. And so I hope all of you are not mad at me <laughs> because uh, I, I've been away and I kept keep promising um, this interview with Jackson Wheeler and I've just been holding out. <laughs> um, changes. So changes that, um, that are coming up. Well, I'm putting down, I'm setting, I'm putting down my foot on everyone and I'm laying down some rules. No, I'm not actually. I'm actually um, introducing a new platform, a new form, a new form, not new format. I guess it's a kind of a new format. I'm introducing two more, two to three more podcast episodes. Um, just because uh, it may seem when I'm finished telling you what I'm planning here, it may seem that I'm doing a lot of work, but I'm actually um, making it easier for myself to produce um, a show for you all, uh, an engaging show. After doing the last several episodes, I've noticed that I feel very passionate about a lot of the subjects that I talk about, and especially technology. I know there's a good chunk of people out there who listen to the show for the technology uh, aspect of the show, and also for the spiritual aspects of the show. So what I figured, do, I, figured I would do is that... Um, Whenever uh, I will break the show up into three uh, podcast episodes, three to four podcast episodes, instead of making one long, continuous um, two-hour show. Just because I know for myself, when I listen to podcasts, I enjoy either a half an hour show or an hour show. If it runs more than an hour or two hours, like um, Google's this week and this week in technology that show runs out for two hours to two hours and a half sometimes I only listen to that show only when I'm cleaning like really doing some serious cleaning uh, otherwise I barely touch that show so to make this more marketable and more easier for people to listen and digest I am introducing these three to four different podcasts which all you can all of them you can listen to and as well as archives at www.oralfixpodcast.com. And that is the blog and archive for the show. So let's say we have, uh, I have an interview uh, with someone and it's a chip for chat episode. And that will be one podcast just dedicated for the interview and chip for chats. Then there will be another one that will put out two to three days later that will be a sniff and scratch, which will be all about technology, TV, as well as commentaries on music and art. And usually that's the podcast, which is information driven and full of links, as well as music. I will still continue to provide you guys with free music download. Um, also, uh, there'll be another show that'll be dedicated to Go Ask Alice. So I'll have interviews, uh, with mediums or spiritualists or, you know, people who are practicing Wiccans or whatever, um, on the show, um, who 
are gay and who have something to say about what they're doing in the, within the gay community um, regarding those aspects of metaphysics. Um, and of course, I'll still continue to provide uh, stories and whatever's in the news regarding um, UFOs or Bigfoot or you know crystal healings or homosexual gods and deities. I'm still going to keep up that series. So, um, and then, you know, whenever there's a, you know, something that an eyesore in the community that I'm going to rant about, I'm definitely going to um, make a podcast just dedicated for a WTF. So um, that's it, you know, and whatever, you know, and sex, of course, for those of you who are just salivating over <laughs> the sex aspect of this podcast, there will be a podcast dedicated just to sex. So in total, we'll have like about four to five casts, podcasts. And, um, and when I say we, I'm talking about myself and you, the listeners. So that's going to be it. That's going to be the show. That's, um, and also, I forgot to mention, uh, I will be making whatever. It's not going to be an interview podcast. I'm going to make sure that it's going to be just um, visuals. So we'll have a visual, we'll have a video podcast and an audio podcast. And most of the times it's just going to be, um, the interviews are not going to be video, uh, video taped or video recorded, I should say, um, just because, um, I just don't have those resources yet. And when I do, I'll make sure that video is also included. So, um, those are the new changes and there are a couple of other ones that I'm not going to talk about just yet because I'm still fleshing those out. So all of this is because I have to make it simpler on myself. My schedule keeps changing at the moment. I am a freelance, um, I'm freelancing around for doing web design gigs and fixing computers and tarot reading. So I don't have a steady income and all of this is all out of pocket. Um, and there has been a portion of it that's come from some of you supportive listeners that have actually donated money to the podcast. And, um, and there are new things that I want to do for the podcast and the longevity of the podcast, as well as um, the expansion of it that um, I would like to talk about at a, at a later date. So, you know, making podcasts takes a lot of time out of me. And this will definitely, the way I'm going to do it, from now on will actually free um well it's more flexible for me to actually produce shows um as well as not you know making them very long so i appreciate everyone's support and for your devotion to continually downloading and listening to the podcast please continue to do so please tell your friends and if you can please donate there's donate buttons on the left hand, uh, right hand side of the website, www.oralfixpodcast.com. And your help will be greatly appreciated. And whenever you're listening to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher.com or on um, Facebook or on G, please share it. Um, and even on SoundCloud, there are sharing methods 
to share the podcast with people who you, you would think would like it uh, and like to listen to it. Um, rate the podcast and uh, or leave a comment, uh, feedback. Because the more you do that and the more others do that, the more the podcast itself gets aggregated um, into a higher level of status within either search engines or within the the their um, the place that you're listening to their own software that that pays attention to what's ranking higher um, in their podcasts. So um, that's my spiel on you know the updates and the changes. Um, let me see. I since the last time I recorded anything, iPhone five came out. And um, that came in with the news. <laughs> um, and I'll be talking more about that in, <laughs> in, uh, later on this week in the uh, Stiff and Scratch episode. Um, and that's another thing. You know, these podcasts that I'm going to be developing, the different uh, series of them, they're more like episodes than just separate podcasts. So, you know, they'll just be branded differently so this episode is the oral fix chip for chat episode and the next one is going to be the oral fix sniff and scratch episode you'll catch on you'll see so apple has an announcement coming up on tuesday if you don't know already and it's all going to be about what a lot of the tech people are saying is um the ipad mini but i think sincerely it just might be another iphone also so we'll have the iPad mini and the, what should have been the iPhone 5, wider version of the iPhone. Trust me on this. Well, don't trust me too much. <laughs> I'm just speculating that, really. There's no, like, psychic influence on this. I just think that it just might be just that. Because it was re really odd that the iPhone 5 ex wasn't a wide phone. Like, it should be. It's not comfortable. I've seen it. It's not comfortable in your hand. It's like, I feel like I will lose it. I'm a man. I have a man's hand. And I think, you know, it just doesn't feel right in my hand. So um, it was just very odd, the decisions, um, which I'll talk about later on this week on why Apple made the iPhone 5 the way it is. RuPaul's Drag Race is starting today, Monday. Um, later on, at, I think, uh, nine, 9 Eastern Standard Time or 10, I think. Maybe it's 10. Um, and uh, I, RuPaul, it's RuPaul's people and logo decided to g give the first 45 minutes to a web audience um, to watch. And I'm going to link that on the show notes uh, for those of you who want to watch it. And um, it's really it's really nice the way that they started it off. The Queen's... You know, most of them have brought brought out the best uh, uh, of their wardrobe, and you can you could tell that it's going to be an excellent season of the All Stars of Ru RuPaul's Drag Race, I should say. And um, and it's um, I don't want to say too much without ruining for everyone, but I you know I mostly watched to, to see whether or not it would the person who's going to win were my three favorite drag queens, which is Pandora's box, um, uh, Pandora box. Um, then there's Manila Luzon and then there's Jujubee. So 
Right now, I don't think um, any of them are going to win, <laughs> to tell you the truth. And um, I was really shocked to see what happened um, at the end of the 40, 45 minutes of the first episode, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Um, Pandora just sort of gives up, and it was a weird move to see in any person, um, especially in any of these contest-related reality shows. So um, you'll see. Um, it's It was really weird. So, uh, th- th- you know, when I watched the last 15 minutes of it, I, I really don't want to watch, but I do. <laughs> okay, so um, let's move on to some music, and uh, we'll be back for some Chip for Chat with... Christopher Ash. I give my life. group who I totally adore and admire and this song track is Give My Life. All this music that's played on the Oral Fix podcast on this episode and previous episodes you can find on the corresponding show notes at the website www.oralfixpodcast.com for your convenience to download for free. That's right, I said free. (laughs) Um, And if it's not downloadable for free, then it's usually a kind donation of a dollar or whatever you want to donate, or a, it'll be, you know, available for purchase for a dollar or and, or a dollar 25 or something. So if you really like the tracks, go to the show notes, download the song, and most likely it'll be for free. <laughs> so let's get on to the chip for chat with Jackson Wheeler, who is the name, the porn acting name for Christopher Ash. 
I found Jackson Wheeler when I was, um, you know, relieving myself under a full moon. <laughs> and, um, and I found his work to be really good. And he reminded me of a friend, actually, who I had the hots for when I was around uh, 17, 19. And um, who was a, really a, a cock tease. He was straight and he, he just messed with the guys, the gay guys, all the time. Um, and I said to myself, you know, this guy seems like, you know, he would be, you know, the gay version of Gambi, uh, who's my friend's name. And then I said, you know, maybe he's not gay. Maybe he's like bi or something, just like a lot of these porn actors in the gay, um, porn industry, uh, mostly are these days and have been for a while since the sixties. So, um, I, you know, I subscribe to a lot of his um, social medias, uh, his work on social medias, like on Twitter and on YouTube. And I saw that, you know, he had something to say and he hit me up, actually, um, said, you know, if you ever want to do an interview, just give me a holler. And I did. <laughs> so I seized the opportunity and I have him here for you guys to listen in to our chit for chat and I hope everyone enjoys. Without further ado, Christopher Ash, otherwise known as Jackson Wheeler. Hello. Chit for chat. Who is this? Chit for chat. Do I know you? Chit for chat. Seriously, if you don't tell me who this is, I'm going to call the police. Better yet, I'm going to hang up on you. Chip for chat. And welcome to the Oral Fix podcast, Christopher Ash. This is uh, a great pleasure and an honor, I think, for myself. <laughs> I don't know about the listeners. I... I've been trying to get somebody from the porn industry on and, um, especially, um, you know, the gay porn industry. And, uh, and I, I just can't believe it. I truly, truly feel honored. Um, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. It's, I, it's, 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 it's just like anything, you know, it's, it's a job and, um, you know, it, it does take special people to do it, but, it doesn't make us any different than anybody that just works a normal nine to five. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a job, right? <laughs> well, what is? I mean, it's, look at it this way: it's taxable. You can make a living off it if you're really good at it, just like anything else. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a trade skill. Yeah, that's interesting that you brought up. You know, it's taxable. So, um, despite what. Other states in our country, uh, the United States, you're from the United States, right? Yes. Um, some countries, you know, are against porn and cities and have put even bans uh, on porn. Um, look at 42nd Street in New York City. <laughs> they yeah. really clean that up. Um, and, uh, and and there's even outside of the city, there's like very few porn shops or porn places to, to be found. And I really don't know whether or not that's because of policies and community boards or that's because everything's gone virally on the internet and um it, and it's taxable you know it's yeah. it's you know the government is taking money from the porn industry so that means that porn 
it, it has a place in our society. It does. It does. I mean, in our society, it's all about sex. You know, at the man in general is always just going to have sex on his mind because that's where his cock leads him to. You know, it sticks out further than his nose for most people. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, at the end of the day, a guy just wants to get off. Like, that's all he really cares about. Women are the same way. They just never admit it. <laughs> it's true. Like, they, they, they're, they're, they're mad freaks. Like, you, you, you get a woman aroused and she'll scare you. <laughs> like you, you don't know if you're going to die or if you're going to come. But either way, you think you'll feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Maybe that's why, maybe that's why I'm bisexual and I only date women, but, you know, have sex with both, both genders. It's just that extra, that extra folks. I don't really think, I can't date a man because too manly. You know what I mean? Well, before we get into that, and I'm really glad. Oh, yeah, I talk about the porn industry. I digress. Yeah, and, and before we even get into the porn industry, you know, I like to get the listeners who who don't know who you are um, to really get to know who you are. And, and those who do know your name um, as Jackson Wheeler or Chris, Christopher Ash to really get to know you as well. So yeah. let's let's start off with some basics here. So you're you're very young from what I know because um, I looked you up on. I don't know well, if I'd say very young. You're how old? You're. 25. You're 25. You were born in nine, uh, nine, uh, in 1987, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, September 9th. You're what? September 9th. September 9th. So you're you're Virgo. Whoa. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, and I'm a Taurus, so we kind of which, which I still I don't really know everything about a Virgo. I only know like a couple things that interest me. The rest of it, I'm like yeah, shenanigans. <laughs> well, Virgos tend to be uh, very organized and practical. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen in 10 minutes from now. <laughs> How am I organized? I'm just, I, I, think, I really think that an organization is a misconception. It's, it's just being able to think. It's being able to think the best on the world, what it is. You fade it out for a bit. And you, it's best to what? Oh, it's it's really just, you know, whoever can think the best on the fly. That's the organization, you know. Right. Well, you remember where you put something, you're organized. Well, that um, it, well, I'm not going to get in too much into astrology, but I do know that Virgos, and I don't know this for a fact yet, are supposed to be really good with Tauruses in bed, and I'm a Taurus. So uh, <laughs> I know what you were thinking. <laughs> I, ha I, I have to admit, I have watched several of your movies, your your porn movies. So uh, I don't think I've ever sat through one. <laughs> really? I mean, well, I was there. I don't. I, don't <laughs> I think. I think I know what happened. Truly so. Uh, <laughs> which we'll get. I, I'm hoping we'll get into some of that late uh, in a in a bit. Um, all right. So you're very young. You're 25. You're born in um, 1987, which is um, a great year um, for everybody. I think I, I have fond memories of 87. Um, yeah, I heard a lot of good things happen that year. Yeah, a lot of like changes start to happen. Um, be besides Reagan not being reelected, I think. <laughs> um, so you're from what town and what state of of the United States? Uh, well, I was all over the place. I was born in Florida, lived there until I was ten, got moved to Central Maine, lived there until I was nineteen, moved around New Hampshire, spent the last 
almost two years in Boston, then moved uh, to Vegas and at the end of February. Wow, that's a lot of traveling. Yeah. Were you or, or did you have family who lived in the military? Is that why you moved around so much? Oh God, no, no, no. That's that's a whole another story that would take up two hours by itself. <laughs> okay, we won't go in there. I mean, I I can relate to the, the moving though because my parents did a lot of that too. Um, when I was young. So you're, you're basically from Florida and you, you've lived in all these other States in Maine, which is, uh, I haven't been there, but I've seen beautiful pictures and I hear the whale watches there are really good. Um, you're, you're also, um, so from what we heard earlier that you're bisexual. Um, and that was a question I wanted to get out in the open, which was your sexual identity. I, in the interim of finding out who you are online, I found that you were married, um, and I, I saw uh, your wife in one of your videos on your YouTube channel, um, who she's really cute, and um, and I and I kind of wait which one which one do you see? Um, which one did I, well I seen a lot of them so. There's a couple of different girls in a couple of different videos. I can't. Oh wait them. wait wait! So she wasn't really your wife then. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking at. I no, I don't think my wife's on there. My wife was, my it's, wife was like right when I started doing the bodybuilding videos. Like it would have been before that. Well, this is uh, uh, the video where you. Um, it's it's a fairly recent video. I'm I'm switching over to YouTube YouTube channel right now on on the internet so I can actually get the name of it. But um, you are you're telling the audience how um you you made a deal with the audience that um if they clicked. Uh, your like page, you got, I guess, maybe 50,000 likes or something on your Reverb Nation page that you would... Um, I mean, what, what, what does the video say, though? You were where... Okay, so I'm pulling that up now, and um, it's like you in bed, and yeah, here we go. Want to see my body. Okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> that is... Yeah, that is my... Yeah, it's my girl. Okay, then. We're not married <laughs> yet. I just... I still call her the wifey because we might as well be. Okay, okay. I'm already, I'm already miserable. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Any good relationship, there, there, there's good challenges and and things you have Any to. Any good relationships a lie. <laughs> Bullshit! They don't exist. Are you kidding? <laughs> so let's get into um your bisexuality. So I was thinking to myself, all right, so this guy's is married in my head, and um. And he's doing porn, and he's you know he's a top and he's a bottom in, in his gay porn. So I, I I really wanted to address that, and you know I have I have a couple of bisexual friends mm-hmm. who that I grew up with and I'm fond of, um, and one just recently came out um, and got married to a woman, and uh, and that just blew me away and shocked a lot of our friends. But um, what was it like, and what is it like for you, um, you know, growing I up? A question, I have a question, though, to that. I was like, why did it shock you? It shocked me that she came out because, you know, to me, she never, I'm her best friend. And... Oh, oh, the she, and she got married to a woman. Yeah, she got married to a woman. Oh, and oh. and she, you know, she admitted later on after afterwards, after the marriage, that, you know, she... She's bisexual, but you know her love for women is what it is yeah. right now, and that's what it is. So, but it shocked all of us because she never gave any of her best friends an inkling. Um, well, maybe the fact that she liked um, the Indigo Girls was, you know, kind of a, a hint to that. But who knows? Anyway, 
you know, it, it's it, she just figured out the shit where she ate. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's it, once you try it, you know, it's like you like dick, you probably won't go back <laughs> to not liking dick most of the times, or you know, yeah, whatever the thing it is. That dick you. <laughs> Um, it never hurts to try. <laughs> no, it hurt. It hurt. It hurt a lot. Well, they they didn't do it right. I have to tell you, Chris. <laughs> there, there, there is no there is no getting around the pain. Are you kidding me? No, it is. I mean, uh, no. No, it's not. It yes, hurts. There is. Wait, wait, wait. It only hurts at the beginning. Yeah, it doesn't hurt after a while, but it still hurts to begin with. You can't forget that. Well, I've learned I've learned from having some good tops that that there is a way and there's an art form to that, to being a good bottom and well, having a good art top. form. It's called that. You're so freaking horny. You just want to get fucked. I mean, that's what it is. Well, that's <laughs> another, yeah, that's another conversation. What was that? Hello? Hi, you there? You, you broke up there for a bit. Oh, all right. You no, know, I, I still have full service. I don't know what happened. So you said, uh, did I miss something when you went? Oh yeah, my fucking my fucking girl's chihuahua was biting the shit out of my hand. Oh okay, I guess. Um, Told her a little fucking cunt. Oh, see you next Tuesday, Chihuahua. Well, I wanted to know. I wanted to know exactly, like you know, for a bisexual guy like yourself, very handsome. Um, you know, what was it like, you know, uh, exploring your sexuality and coming to the conclusion that you're bisexual? Because we, we, we really don't hear the the bisexual aspect here on this show because sometimes we frown upon the bisexuals like some actors and actresses out there that I'm not even going to mention. <laughs> Why do you frown upon them? Well, um, it gets complicated when uh, for for bisexuals because they feel like they, they're being marginalized um, by the gay, the gay or lesbian community. Because, Why? Because they don't really stand up for gay and lesbians. Uh, because they don't have to. They're not gay or lesbian. Right, exactly. But uh, when it comes to LGBT matters and just being a community within itself, it's, um, they're, it gets complicated and they tend to not support or be vocal as vocal. Um, when we're all trying to actually, you know, have a, f- a face in the community, in, in the public as being a unified community. So that's including. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, when I agree with that, but you can't, ex- you can't expect things out of people though. No, no, you can't. That that's true. That's true. But when you're in the public eye, like, um, who was that oh. actress that I give it or, or lash to, she said that, you know, it's a choice and it is. It's really you. So it was like that for you. Like you just you just said that. Okay, let me just label myself bisexual. Well, no, it's just it, it makes sense. I mean, here's here's the the end. What you're saying is just to focus on the word. It's just bisexual. The only thing that, that actually means to the dumbest meaning is that you you have, you can have sex with both sexes and get off. Doesn't matter how you do it. The end factor is you can get off either way. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people want to put beauty to bisexuality. Stop trying to make something that it isn't. Bisexuality technically only means being able to have sex with both sexes. And, you know, bisexual has nothing to do with relationships, has nothing to do with marriage because it's not by marriage. You know, it's not by relationship. It's called bisexuality for a reason. So is this what it, it, it means to you and it meant to you growing up? 
Uh, no, I really didn't care about being labeled at all growing up. I just knew what I liked. I didn't put a label on it. I'm like, I'm like, cause I'm not any of you. I don't have to. Like, you can't tell me what is my, my personal philosophy is this society is not going to tell me or dictate how I live my life. Right. And I knew growing up, I fucking love pussy. I mean, it's amazing to me. I mean, and, there's, and, and be quite honest with me, I'm not a bottom. I'm really not. I do it on camera and I do it for my clients because you know what? I provide a service. And if I say I'm going to bottom and I know I can do it and it doesn't pigeonfoot me in the market, then I do it. But, you know, I, I, I learn how to like it because might as well. I mean, that's, that's like the honest, I mean, that's the honest truth of how I came to the realization that I'm, I'm bisexual and might as well accept it. You know, I'm able to do this easily and it's no longer, no longer really feels like work anymore. Was it, what was it like for you? Um, just, you know, identifying with your sexuality growing up. Did you, was it easy? Oh, I, I, was I, it rough? Oh, it was so good. I'm not going to lie. Like from like age five, like I was play, playing doctor with, you know, other girls of my age and shit like that. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> That's how it starts. And then, and then my babysitters would always make out with me and shit. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no, I loved it. I was, oh, it was so awesome. Like one pretending like she was possessed. We were like in my bunk bed. I can remember it. Oh, like it was yesterday. She was like, oh, it was just so wrong. I loved it. She's it's like this gothic girl. She starts making out with me and like scratching the shit out of me. I was freaked out, but I wanted to keep doing it. <laughs> like I couldn't stop. I'm like, I know I should probably stop, but I want more. Uh, I mean, I've had females have like sexually progressed me more than males have in the past two years. I can't, I can't tell you where I would have been without females actually coming on to me. Wow, really? And and how about the guys? Uh, the guys is like you guys are too easy. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, you guys are way too easy. It's not even attractive. Like no, you wait, wait, we're, we're, well, you, know, you just throw yourselves at me. I'm like, ah, that's not really. I'm like, so, even if I wanted so, to, be a so, guy. so that's how, so that's how your sexuality came about. I mean, your identification with um, liking guys, that guys I just mean, threw themselves came, on you, through, like, no, 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 it, it came through work. Like, I don't care about, I don't care about what they like. It's about me. This is about my sexuality. I just came to realize, hey, I, you know, hey, I just got, got fucked, and for the first time while I was getting fucked, I jacked off and came. <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm, probably, I'm like, I'm like, hey, it makes sense. I'm bisexual, right? I mean, I'm just, I'm just not putting. I'm, I mean, it's not like I'm not smart enough to grasp other concepts. I'm just saying what it means to me is this simple thing. Okay. Well, to and me, I choose to keep it simple. To me, I, I've, I've defined bisexuality because I, you know, I, I believe in the Kinsey scale. Have you ever heard of the Kinsey scale? No, I didn't it, know this person. It's this man who, who developed this uh, concept and theory on. Um, human sexuality, and that we all fall on the scale, um, uh, ranging from the straightest straight to the gayest gay. So do you have two opposite ends, and then you have the middle. So all of us fall somewhere on this on the scale, and and we're for. I get it. as a yeah as a sexual being, we all fall on this scale as you know sexual as possible. So I know I fall like. Somewhere closer towards the middle. See, I, I think I think the whole scale thing is bullshit, anyways. Really? It, like, honestly, like, why do you even care what that person likes to do and what that person likes to do? Really, all you should care about is just find the person that likes to do the same shit you do. Mm. Make it simple. Like, here's the thing that I found with people: you like to make shit so complicated. Like, holy shit! Well, it, it didn't used to be so complicated. 
I mean, back in the day, men slept with men and they married women, and they still slept with the men and slept with other women, but they only married the one woman. And it's like, that's not the Christian way, but that used to be the way, and actually, people were happy back then. Mm, yeah. Like, you're talking about, like, back in the you know, like Roman days, like, you know, before Christ. This is, you know, even Alexander the Great, they even portrayed him as being bisexual on, on screen. They tried to make a big uprise of it, but they really knew, yeah, he was bisexual. You're, are you he's referring to the beautiful guy? Are you referring to the um, Alexander movie? Yeah, it's called Alexander. But, uh, but 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 there's but there's also been text. There's also been if you look at the pictures and shit, just look at the flow of them and look at the flow. Of it. It, it matches. It just makes sense. When you say pictures, you're talking about like uh, the Greek, the Grecian art. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Painting. Exactly. Like. Exactly. Like I I loved that shit in high school when I was going through the street. Really. Yeah, it was, you, it was it was cool. So you were like, wa- you were watching it and get a boner. No, I no, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. You said you liked it, so I'm I'm trying to get to your interpretation. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, man, I'm like I liked it. I'm like I don't gotta get hard on. I like playing video games too, and I like going out with. I like going out with my girl's daughter to go do something in the movies. Doesn't mean I'm getting hard on. No, no. Oh, come on. You're taking well, come on. Out. Well, all I said was I like it because you're so horned up, you want me to say boner. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying to get into your sexual, your sexual head here, your, your, you know, who you are sexually. I'm not trying to, like... I, I was just letting you know who I am sexually has been dumbed way down. Like, it's it's had to be. Like, I, I just got so sick of trying to think about shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'm bisexual. I can do it. <laughs> you know, good for me. Hey, and guess what? You know what? I feel bad for gays. I feel bad for lesbians. I get the best of both worlds. Yeah, I, I, I guess you do. I mean, don't feel bad for me because I, you know, I, you know, I, 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 I really tried it. I really tried to, you know, and I've, I, I, it's you just try it with the right one. No, it wasn't. I, I really. Oh, that's what, that's what you, that's what the gays say to me. Well. How do you know you want dating? I just haven't tried the right one. I've got, I, 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 to be honest with you, and I, I haven't said this on on the on the show ever, but I've gone as far as you know, tits and 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 making out and getting an erection, a full hard on erection. But that's as far as I I, I could ever go. What do you did? What did you let, let the bitch jump on your dick for a little bit? I swear to God, you'll change your mind if if you can make out. Here's the thing: if you're a manly man, if you're like a, a gay guy, but you're more manly. Guarantee you, if you close your eyes, a female will be more like a twink than you'll ever more want a twink in your life. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, you want a smooth ass? There's no one that has a smoother ass than a woman. Just get a bitch that works out. Maybe take some steroids so she has a slightly deeper voice. Yeah, you can I've, find your fix. I've thought about that. I've thought about that. I really do. Like, you know, remember, um, well, I don't know about you. You might have been a little too young for this. I don't know if you've even seen the reruns yet, but um, The Facts of Life. Um, the what? The Facts of Life was a old show in the eighties, mm-hmm. and um, it was really popular along with Different Strokes. Um, and uh, and there was this girl there who was just pretty butchy, and everyone you know thought could have sworn she was a lesbian. But you know, Joe was really cute. I forget her real name, her her birth name, but um, but I would always try to like you know grab that concept of her and I. Because if I would go out with a girl, a butchy girl would be, I think, uh, more appropriate. But you know, it always, I always more. go, I always go back to for myself as a gay man, what my heart 
desires. And my heart. Maybe you're not really gay. I mean, maybe you are. Well, let's, I, have a, I have a question. What? Why is? Why are bisexual people being labeled as the bad ones now? Well, they. I brought that up as. Um, as you know, out in politics, like you're either either proud to be straight or you're proud to be gay. You can't be in the middle. Why not? Oh, I never heard that you can't be in the middle. Um, I well, think- it's just the way it's just the way like the conversation seems to be going. Like I hear a lot of pride when talking about being gay, or a lot of pride about talking about being straight. Oh, because, because there's a lot of shame bad. in that. There's a lot of shame in that. That that's come from the straight community because of masculinity or or oh, or, we don't or, give a shit anymore. Or, or the Bible or whatever. I'm just letting you know the straight community really doesn't really give a shit anymore. You have a couple stragglers, like extremists, and they're the ones that get on the news. The majority of the country doesn't give a shit if you're taking it or giving it. Yeah, you know, I, I'm getting the sense about that now. Like, you know, when... Yeah, it's the it's media that, that gives you all that tension. Yeah, people are, are so tired uh, of seeing all of this, you know, uh, on the media every day. Like at, like violence also. I think people are getting tired seeing violence all the time. Or, or Like, like you don't really know what know it is, but people that actually do give a shit that you are gay and hate it are all at those rallies. So think about all the people in the country and how little people there are at those rallies. That's what your real numbers are. That's what you're really up against. That small amount of people that you'll never fucking meet. Yeah, to me, I like you know my. It came to be really clear to me what you know where I fell uh, along the Kinsey scale, or you know what have you in my life, is um, because still as a gay man, you know I, you know I'm I'm a human. I respond sexually. My exactly. body responds responds sexually exactly. to to sexual to sexual energy. So, mm-hmm. but for me, what made a, a lot clearer sense was that, you know, a bisexual is, a, you know, I read this book called The the Joy of Gay Sex. And um, the guys, these professional therapists and whatever have yous were in there and they outlined what, you know, a true bisexual is. And that's a person who can have, a, re- have a relationship with a man, a person who can have a relationship with a man and a woman at the same time. And that's just called being sexual. Like, <laughs> well, no, 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 listen to me, because at the end of it all, you know, when you're getting into a relationship with somebody and you're being intimately sexual with them, it comes down to what your heart wants and what your heart wants to relate to. And your and heart have. doesn't do. OK, here's another thing. You use all these things. It's not your heart. Really? Your heart only pumps blood. Really? That's all your heart does is pump blood. It's actually all in your head. That's true. That is true. When you when you're looking at it in a linear way like that, yes, you're you're. I mean, but here's the thing: like you you want to know how to fix to society and fix America? <laughs> Get back on the fucking path for a little bit before you keep jumping around everywhere. <laughs> like honestly, like here's the thing: if you were gay in Europe, they don't give a shit because no one cares. You know what I mean? It's like this is the only country in the world where actually. Being gay can get you on a talk show if you're coming out of the closet, or being a lesbian can get you more popular now. This is the only country that really does that. The rest of the countries, they actually thrive off real talent. Mm. Well, I well we we can't speak really for other countries that kill gay people right now, like Uganda and Iraq and. I, I'm talking about like you know. 
Spain, England, Ireland, like all those, like, you know, the rest of the world, not just the ones, I don't care what we're at war with. <laughs> you know, the fuck we at war with them. Honestly, like, stop wasting money. Holy shit. Well, Uganda, we're really not at war with. Like, Uganda, there's like right-wing Christians that are going down there trying to demonize gay people, transgender, lesbians, bisexuals, you name it. And so they have policies right now that are are, are being are are set to kill gay people, especially if you come out or in public and you're affectionate with yeah. It's like just really <coughs> nasty. But really, I really brought this up because I wanted to you know we we yeah. talk about this here and and um and I want I like to bring out to my listeners and I'm mm-hmm. sure they're really interested in hearing about people who come onto the show. So you know you're a porn actor in the gay industry who is bisexual and this is how you feel about you know just sexuality in general and this is great um because we need to hear this we need to hear you know i've heard i've heard this from other you know either bisexual they don't they don't even people are not caring about what they're labeling themselves i find more and more out there well because you're not supposed to Right, you know, but, you know, for just defining reasons and the way our society works here in America, you know. Everyone's fucking nosy. Yeah. <laughs> nosy. Um, so, all right, so Jackson Wheeler, the name Jackson Wheeler, you know, that's your poor name. You know, how did that come about? I, I find that really interesting. Like, it, it reminds me. Uh, it was really pretty simple. It made sense. I just, I was thinking of a character that I really liked. Uh, with a with a cool name, and I thought of Jax from Mortal Kombat, and I just took Jax and ah, you know, put a heel in on it. Mortal Kombat. So Jack, yeah. So the black guy with the middle arms, he turned into from Jax to Jackson, <laughs> and then I just put Wheeler because I have big legs, so I was like wheels. You I do like, have big legs. <laughs> so I had to put Wheeler, and so it just made sense. It just you know, it went went together, and and so far it's exceeded my expectations. How long have you been in the porn industry, and what that's been uh, like to, like for you? A little over two years now. I want to almost two years. I can't remember. So you're you've been in the porn industry for two years. You so you're still yeah. like still a baby and still trying to actually get it down. Um, no, no, I got it down. I mean, it's it's easy. It just doesn't take a lot of. You know what the funny thing is in this industry. There really are such things as fucking meatheads. And they don't even have to be actual meatheads. They're just that fucking stupid. Like, holy shit. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know what? I'll probably never see this kid again, so I'll fucking say it. If I see him, I'll apologize. But holy shit, dude. We were doing a flip scene. The kid couldn't bottom to save his life. I was like, dude, I was like, what do you think my dick is like a fucking crazy straw? It doesn't bend at that angle. Why don't you angle your ass down? Oh my god! He was, I was trying to fucking get it in the bottom of his ass, you know, to top him or what? Yeah, to top him, I'd be the top, he'd be the bottom. And like every time I started getting in, he fucking flinched away. And I was just, I started telling, him, I was like, you, you got to man up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you're gay or straight, what are you? You got to man up. You got to take this fucking dick in your ass right now. I want to get paid. You want to get paid? Just shut the fuck up and take the pain. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I started saying. You know what I mean, I'm like, dude, you just have to do it. Like. Oh my god! I've never. I was like, oh my god! Women for the first time take it better in the ass than this little bitch. Wow, that sounds that sounds pretty rough. Not that your comment is rough. I mean, the fact that you know how you're put on the spot is is rough. I can never. I I, I don't think I could be a really good 
porn actor. I think I could be probably a good bottom, but I don't think I'm a good top. And it doesn't, it, it doesn't take any skill to bottom. <laughs> you just have to make sure your hole's clean. Yeah, but man, I mean, if you really read into like you know what your your sphinx, uh, I think that's what they call it, um, the muscles that contract in your you know in your anus, they. Um, they can rip, you know, and, and it can oh, take a while, you know, t- to heal. It's pain. And, um, yeah, well, exactly. Well, Hey, you, you have to have pain in your life to know pleasure. Exactly. But you also need to know how to heal in between also. So, you know, the well, ramification yeah. of that can be, the ramification of that can be, you know, a lot of hemorrhoids if it's not done properly or if it's, there's not enough lube or whatever. But um, no way. You get some hemorrhoids. Like I, I wouldn't on. want that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. On the grand, in the grand scheme of everything, if you got what you wanted, everything in your life, but you had to have hemorrhoids to get it all, you're gonna say, <laughs> no, I think I'll say it for the rest of your life. Those hemorrhoids today, that's that was the breaking deal right there. <laughs> all right. So I tell you what, I would have taken AIDS, but hemorrhoids, fuck that. Wow, really? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, it's that's- ridiculous. That, that, that's pretty stark comment. All right, so so Chris, that that that's, wow. Oh well. So tell so oh, come on. So that's tell not us politically correct. No, 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 no. I mean that that's no for you. I mean like I don't think not everybody would 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 take AIDS over hemorrhoids. I'd be like really. Well, obviously that was a joke. It was sarcasm. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing how ridiculous your comment was, like about you know if we gave you hemorrhoids. No, not the hemorrhoids. <laughs> Like it's, like it's the fucking clap or something. Oh, heaven forbid you get hemorrhoids. Half of America has hemorrhoids, and they've never taken a dick in their ass. That is so true. That is so true. So it's like, dude, you might as well just enjoy it while you can. Cascade and Alphaville meshed up Forever Young Eyes by Andrew Craver, the bootleg mix. And uh, in case you don't know who Alphaville is, they're a German pop group from the 80s and um, one of my favorite junior high school songs, Forever Young, and um, mixed them with Cascade (laughs) Eyes. Really, really great mix. 
All right, then. Um, some more of Jackson Wheeler for you guys who are still listening and are not fed up with the hemorrhoid discussion we were just having. <laughs> so we get into a little more about um, what Jackson does, Christopher, and the music world and as an artist and where he's taking his work. Enjoy. So you're, are you liking what you do? Um, you, you know, it's, it's, it's just it's, a job for you, right? It's a double-edged sword. It's like, you know, for me now, it's not, it's not that hard to do. It's pretty fucking instinctual. Okay. You know, I just, I really dub down my mind. I'm like, you got to fuck today. You get up. Right. You know, it's, it's like, you know, you get into it and you're like, you know, you got to sell it too. So you, you know, it's not. It's so you have a you, you have a director there directing you also like Chris. You no. Know, okay. No. No. Absolutely not. Wow. They don't need to direct me. I actually help them out now. Like I just know what to do. Like I know what you guys want. I know what you want to see, and I give it to you. I sacrifice my body for your entertainment. Wow. That's that's the truth of it. So so when you're when you're bottoming and like I saw one um, recently of you and, and this other guy. Let me see if I could bring it up. Um, his name, anyway. Um, you're bottoming, and that was like the first one I saw you bottoming in. And um, the guy is all over you. He's kissing you up and down. He's worshiping you, your muscles and whatever. Um, yeah, the, here's the thing: the director's always at the tail. That's why I said earlier in my comment, like these guys are fucking meatheads. Like the director has to tell them what to do. Usually, really? I can, I can. I mean, I know sex. I mean, sex is sex. I mean. It doesn't take a fucking genius to fake sex on camera. You already got your dick in something. Pretend you're fucking it. <laughs> like, really? Do I got to tell you what to do? You're that stupid. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, my God, the people I work with, some are okay. Some know what to do. But I tell you what, majority of them, there's a reason why the industry is dying. There's too many fucking really horrible performers yeah i agree i agree and you and to tell you the truth like i really didn't think you were bisexual when i first before i even got to know anything of of you other than what i was seeing in the porn videos and you had me convinced i really thought you were gay and i was like wow he's really sweet and i boy you know he would be nice to have as a boyfriend or have somebody <laughs> that i can have sex with all the time and and I have to say that you you definitely sold it to me um, several times. There has been some maybe it was some of your earlier work that I saw that it had me not too convinced. And this is coming from an actor who's actually had been trained um, in theater. But yeah, um, I mean, I've been doing all this shit on the fly. Like you learned it in theater, I learned it through porn. Yeah, so I think you know you're doing a great job. Um, and I never would have considered, I, but I thought, you know, like, what's the deal with this guy? And that's when I started, like, you know, going, getting into your, your Twitter account and, and finding you because I, I wanted to talk about you. And I want, there's been several new guys, actors, porn actors that have come into the industry um, that have caught my eye that are pretty, they're pretty good at performers and selling it. And, you know. And here's, here's the thing I want to let you know about a couple of those guys. They um they they approach it differently than I do. They actually here here's the thing with me. I'm not at the point yet where I'm comfortable for fun doing anything with a guy. I'm I'm not at that point yet. I'm I'm still at the point to where I can sometimes you know enjoy myself and have fun with a client or a paying gig. You you see what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. 
but I, but I know I am bisexual because I know I have the capability to do so. Right. I'm just I'm I'm with a woman that I love. So when I'm not working and I'm spending all my time with her right now, you know, we got a baby on the way. Mm. Congratulations! I pray. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I have priorities as a man. I don't have time for fun in my life right now. Do you see what I mean? So even though I just recently discovered this, I wait, wait. Are only... you are you equating being a man with being a soon to be father? <laughs> no, I'm quitting. Oh, okay. I'm quitting being a man as, as, as taking care of a family that you started. So you, all right. That's a, that's a man's that's a man's responsibility. I well, mean, not every by, man. I mean, I'm a man also, and I don't. Well, because you choose not to. But by nature, man is a hunter gatherer. Woman, it's not. And I'm not stereotyping. I'm saying like. Because of the chemicals in the body, men have by nature the more capable ability of surviving harshnesses to take on and hunt game, right? Right. Because you're more muscle bound. To most most men. We have to say most men because I have men. I have met men who don't have that capability. Well, then that's a genetic. That's a genetic misfall. Yeah. And you, you, <laughs> no, you can. No, you can say no. You no. No, you can make them feel not so bad and say that. Oh, God made you special. That's just a way of not telling you the truth. And you know what? Well, I, I'll well, fucking help I, 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 Let's be fair. Let's just say that some men are designed differently. <sighs> yeah, let's be fair. You're like, the world, here's the thing. The world's not fair right now. This is, the most, this is the most selfish I've ever seen or ever read about this country or this world being. And if you still want to go on this little fair trip or this little fairyland tale of goodness, it's gone. Because people don't know what the fuck it is. Like, they were, like people have not been taught recently what fair actually means because no one practices it. Mm. No one, no one, you know, the whole saying practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. just throws words around now. They don't know what they really mean. People are getting hurt because. Oh people yeah, leave. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's at an all time high. It's like, it's like a fucking plague right now of, uh, misunderstanding. Well, I hope you think. I hope you're not thinking that I'm not being fair to you, and I'm practicing. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> saying like, no, that's not what I'm saying. It's just uh, to the people, to men who are born less manly. Not my fault, but I could give a shit less. Or genetically less manly too. No, I'm saying exactly. Like, I'm sorry if you weren't born with the gifts I was born with, or the drive that I was. I don't care. You're not my responsibility. You could die tomorrow. I wouldn't shed a tear. Because I don't know you, so why do I give a shit to, to, to create this whole fairy tale? Why you should still think you're important? Figure it out yourself. Mm. So you know that's why you have school. That's why you learn other trades. Like, don't try to make an excuse for why you are. Just accept who you are. Mm. Is my point. Well, yeah, and it's the duty for everyone else to accept people who for who they are, and and that's truly not happening. You're right. You don't need to. Here's another thing. You don't need acceptance from anybody else. That's where you get it wrong. No, no, That's no. What, 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 what I'm saying is that people are not accepting people for what they are just for the fact that... And they that don't have to either. They don't have to, but we're talking about people not being fair, you know? And, That's and, not part they, of fairness. They, they're not practicing what they're preaching. So what I'm saying here is that, you know... That's true. People they're being critical. Right. So people are, you know, born less, you know, gen- genetically fit, and people think that, you know, they outcast them and they think that they're not really part of their humanity and which it really is because evidence is and the reality is that per- that person was born that way, you know, they were born like deficient yeah. oh, or I went, I went they, were, they were born psychotic or whatever and, and people don't want to re- oh, yeah. accept reality for what it is. But, you know, it's not even about that. It's Here's the thing. Everyone thinks differently because of events that happen in their lives. 
So because you lived your life a certain way and someone else had completely different experiences and a completely right. different view of the world, mm-hmm. you call them crazy because you didn't go went through what they went through. And mm-hmm. this is how they make sense of what happened to them. Yep. So like I said earlier, it's, it's a fucking epidemic plague in this world of misunderstanding. Everyone thinks they have it all figured <laughs> out and no one knows jack shit. It's like you have it, like you fucking lived your life one way the whole entire time. You think you know what a person who makes ten, you know, $100,000 less than you a year actually has to go I, through in life? Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Like Lady Gaga pisses me off now that I think about it. That cunt grew up around wealth. Like, you don't really fucking know what pain is, you little fake bitch. <laughs> like, holy shit, that's why you actually don't sing. You make more fucking sounds than you do anything. Mm. Just because you're trying to push gay rights because, oh, well, I, I think I'll take it on because that's how I'll, be, I'll get my claim to fame. Mm. Bitch, there's a reason why you're going to start to fall off soon and people are going to see you for what you really are. Mm. Fake. Like, what the fuck does a meat suit have to do with gay rights? <laughs> like really like you you think you did them a favor by wearing a fucking meat suit on the VMAs mm. I guarantee you when you watch that you're like what the fuck is she wearing yeah I I well Lady Gaga is another show <laughs> yeah. I mean don't get me wrong her music I like her music but she's uh, I, I've heard her like who she grew up around and shit like that I, and I, I have to she's not matching the kind of life that she would have to live to be talking the way she does Okay, let's get back to your your fame and your work. Uh, like, so you are. Don't be sorry. Um, you know, I told you be relaxed in this show. I I want to get you as candid as possible, um, okay. as well as me. So there was um, you know, we talked about like other people in the industry, in the porn industry, and we talked a little bit about that. And one of my questions for you was, uh, and it still is, um, you know, is there anyone in the industry that uh, the gay porn industry that you admire or would like to aspire to be a little bit more like because of their, uh, no, don't go there. I mean, I can, here's the, the only thing I'll, I'll give you on the admire part is like, if they have a better body part than I do, I don't aspire to be like any of these guys. Cause they're cause I wouldn't want to trade lives with them right now because that's where they're at and they're happy. Mm, okay. I, I, I see. I, here's the thing. I don't, what's the correct word here? I'm trying to be as harsh as possible because it's the truth. Um, I'm glad that I'm not you and not like you as in I'm talking to you right now, talking about whoever's listening. I'm glad I'm not you because what I would like to aspire to be in my life is something that's never been done before. Right. You have a different, yeah, different dream, different, you have a different direction. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So if it's never been done before for me to sit here and say, Oh, I want to be like that person. Well, if they're not like exactly what I want to be, it makes no sense to want to be like them. All right, so how about admire? Do you admire anybody in the industry? Um, I, I admire um, just it's just from people I, I know. Um, I mean, Derek Atlas is one. You know, I hear a lot of good things about him. He, you know, he, I, I did a gig with him once. You know, we talked. He seemed, he seemed like a really cool guy. So you know, um, I admire character and men more than anything. Um, is there a particular? Like, I, I don't. Uh-huh. Like, I don't give a shit what someone looks like. Right. Right. Okay. Because honestly, a male's body is not attractive to me. <laughs> so if you think you, if you think you're a big muscle guy and you're going to attract me, you're that's like the biggest turnoff in the world. Mm. I'm just being honest. Like, there's nothing more of a turnoff than a fucking guy trying to hit on me like I'm a dumb female. <laughs> I'm like, are you that fucking stupid? I'm like, dude, I have more intelligence than my fucking toenail than you do in that whole fucking skull of yours. I have another question for you. 
Um, are you concerned at all? Or I mean, see, this is my thing, and I have a psychic friend that I told that I was talking to who, I guess, this is her message to you, and she just, you know, so take it whichever way you want to. Um, I told her that I was going to get on, on the phone with you, and uh, she was really excited. And but she said to tell you that she, you know, just be careful in the industry when it comes to uh, drugs and sex. And um, and I said, wow, you know, that's really interesting because one of my questions to you was regarding Eric Rhodes' death. And Eric Eric Rhodes, he was um, a porn actor in the gay industry as well. And really. Um, I'll, yeah, I don't pay attention to the industry itself. Okay, like, I don't talk to. He he would you know he had his own YouTube channel. He also had his old Tumblr, and he would post like all these like negative things all after a while. Like, and they were really hard stuff. And he's well, he was a weightlifter too. He was a weightlifter also, and he was taking all these steroids. And I don't know what crew he was hanging out with, but they attributed his death because of steroids, and I believe also because of drug use over overuse of drug use, which steroids is a drug, but, um, when it comes to doing your porn, are, you know, are you concerned with that or is it something that, that you're, that you see like, you know, affecting the porn industry? Like what, what's your take on so, that? I mean, doing, doing porn has nothing to do with drugs. Well, I'm, I, I, I don't know any porn actors, and I'm assuming that, you know, they're probably coking themselves up. I know in the 80s there would be a lot of, a lot of talk about that. No, like, there's none of that now. Really? That's good. I've never seen it. Mm. The only people I see do coke now are gay guys. Really? Okay. I'm dead serious. I've never seen a straight guy do coke in my life. So it's not like a... a, a you know, like a appetizer in between sets. Oh, I've, never even, I've never done it myself. Like I don't do drugs. I don't, never have. Oh God. I don't even drink. Wow. And that's because of your, because you're, you don't choose to. And also because you're healthy about your body and your weight, your bodybuilder also, right? No, no, no. I don't bodybuild. I, I can't stand that shit. Really? Bodybuilding is a steroided beauty pageant. I keep myself, <laughs> it is. It, dude, I keep, and listen, they're not athletes either. Like a bodybuilder is a joke. It's, it's a man who doesn't have the brains to cut out in the world. So he gets overly roided just to try to get some attention and some admiration in his life. Because he has nothing else to offer. Mm. And along the way, they learn stuff about bodybuilding. Go figure. So you're a weightlifter? You consider yourself a weightlifter in health content? No, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just a healthy nail. I'm just, but I have to maintain my marketability to the public. Mm. So the weightlifting you know, helps then? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't be marketable if I didn't look good. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. And that's that's the hard truth of it. Because honestly, I fucking hate the gym. Really? I can't stand that shit. I've been going since I was 12. I mean, when I first started, it was Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to noon, 30 hours a week. Wow. That's what I did. And no one told me to do it. I just did it by myself. You know, I went in. Every week. Wow, that's awesome. So did you ever do any type of martial arts also? Um, I think a couple of times I, I did in a couple of practice sessions. It seemed pretty easy, but... Never got into martial arts. I didn't even play organized sports until I had moved to Maine. And uh, when I did uh, football when I was 12, I did have half a season, then I broke my thumb the next season, then I played into my freshman year. So I, I really had a short stint. I only had four years of like sports experience, and I excelled at everything I did mm. athletically. 
and and so when you get on your YouTube channel, let's talk more about that. Um, yeah. You're getting on there for most. I mean, your beginning videos, which got a lot of a lot of views, um, especially your. Um, let me pull it up here. The one where you're teasing everyone um, and you're kind of like posing there. Um, you got eleven thousand five hundred twenty-three views. <laughs> you're you're doing yeah. you're doing that just for those reasons, teasing and posing. But you have your YouTube channel um, also for your music and and not so much for fitness then. Right? It's just yeah, yeah. Now I don't even care about fitness. Like, and honestly, I only did the uh, the bodybuilding just to show my progress. Mm. It was actually by accident that I discovered the gay community liked me. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, I had, I had no intentions on getting a huge gay fan base. I just wanted to upload my progress progress in bodybuilding, so you know I could always look back at it. So you discovered this because of the comments that you were getting back. On yeah, videos, I mean, the feedback. Exactly. I was like, "Fuck it, don't fight it." I was like, "There's something, you know, there's something in this in my life, you know, that this can be a thing that gets me to where I would like to be to be able to change the world the way I'd like to change it." You know, this is the route I must take. Right. Gandhi's favorite saying. Well, my favorite saying from Gandhi: "You have, must be the change you want to see in the world." I never even knew he said that. Like, but that's the thing. Like the way I live my life is it's it's a lot like shit you used to hear about, and I don't even. I'm just doing it because it makes sense to, to me to do it because I've lived all your other ways and they suck. <laughs> there was this one, Dude, the way people live suck. There was this one video where you get really philosophical with everyone. And, um, and you talked about musicology. I guess that's the one. And, uh, you get into this whole like grand staff and the solar system and how it operates. And you really caught my attention there. I was like, this guy has more to say than, what really is happening, you know, besides having fun on the camera? Well, it's, I mean, I, I think, I'll start I, with I, that. I think you called it the music golden staff. And then you went on to about Jesus. A, music, a musical grand staff is probably what I called it. It's like, but it's like the, but if, if I called it the golden staff, then what that would mean is it's like the staff of staffs. It's like, you know what I mean? When you say staff, do you do you mean like the score of a score of music or exactly like if you if you see you know if you see the grand staff and the and the lines we write music on mm -hmm. I haven't I haven't uh, visited this subject in a while so I'm a little um, not so fresh on my topics but yeah if you look at a you know a sheet of music you have scales you know in, in the middle of any scale when you're writing you have the grand staff. Let you know where your baseline is and where your trouble lines are. Right. You follow me? Yeah, I follow you now. So, yeah, that video, oh, God, I must have had such good weed that day, too. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Like, if you actually listen to what I'm saying, it all makes sense. And it's because I'm, I'm on to something. Oh, I did. I had to. I, I just, I, you know. I just didn't know like exactly um, what the golden staff, what you were referring to when you, you know, I was saying, like, think of, you know, if you, if you thought of it, the world and the universe this way. I'm not saying it is the actual way, but I'm saying the way I'm thinking right now actually might make the most sense out of anything that's ever existed to this point. Mm -hmm. You know, like an idea or a way of living. You know, I might have a new fresh idea for everybody, um, and it would make a lot more sense and actually help a lot more than anything ever has.
to this point. Well, you know, and that's all we're looking for. Oh, okay. Right? Uh huh. I mean, that's all. That's all. That's all people want is they just you know they love you know they you know we love living. We just want to do it better. Right. So if there's a system in place that taught people better understanding of things, and then it would allow them to fulfill whatever destiny they want to pursue. And they would realize the pain and sacrifice that, you know, was ahead of them in that path. Well, then they might be better prepared to maybe become a doctor or become an astronaut or become an Olympian because, you know, it was like blueprinted for them. Right. So you believe, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting you. And, um, and there's, and you believe that everything has, you know, uh, it plays a part in this mass, this all-encompassing blueprint. Well, on that note, that's a whole different subject of what I really believe. Okay. But yeah, you are right on that concept. That is, that's another thing I believe in. Is that if everybody were to learn to play a certain role, we as a civilization could advance. Right. But unfortunately, we have Russia, Spain, China all these different, you know, we're never going to fully form together as a world. Right, yeah. You saying? That's why there's no, that there can't be world peace because every country has its own goals. Right. So right there leaves your first problem of world peace. Picketing won't do shit. Protesting won't do shit. You actually have to inspire people to actually want to work together. Mm-hmm. So, it can, it can all tie in. I mean, everything in life is a metaphor because unfortunately you will never know everything and you'll probably really never know anything except what people tell you what things are. Yeah. You know, it's like we're, we don't, we're not, we don't have CPUs in our brains. We don't, we're not like computers. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you were, you were taught to think right. a certain way. Like you were taught one plus one equals one. Where the fuck did one come from? Mm. You'll never know, but they just tell you, hey, it came from somewhere. Don't fucking question it or they'll call you retarded. Right? Like, if you question it too much, we're just going to call you a retard and put you on the short bus. <laughs> Cut it out. Just learn. I was a little bit slow sometimes because I really just, it just didn't make full sense to me, like, to a very basic core. Right. Like, some, something's always been fishy in my life, the way people live. I'm just like, why, why do you guys, like, why would you do that? That old expression, like, what the fuck were they thinking? So, Man, I've, I've never, go ahead. So, um, you never ever heard of um, the concept, well, the scientific concepts that um, every planet or uh, vibrates at a certain frequency at a certain note. Oh, well, that's on the same exact uh, theory that I came up with. Right, but there is actually people who've gone down to the math and pulled out like the I think the Earth vibrates on the note E or something E sharp or whatever you know. That's acor- awesome. According to music, yeah, and because um, I've never I've never really heard that before, but mm-hmm. yeah. my my original thought I was I was actually speaking with a with friends when I first got on the plan of thinking when I had my little epiphany I call it I actually came up with the same theory by myself like. I felt like I was able to take a thought that I've never thought of before, just originate it and go with it. And it's on that same exact thought. So I've already put my brain in different categories and amongst different people now because I've evolved my way of thinking. Mm. So that's exactly what I was saying. Like if I could figure out what the frequency was, 
then I could tell you on the grand, you know, if you put on the grand staff, well, where that note might have to play again. Right. So if you if music theory holds true, if you if Earth really was just a frequency, and you played it, well, music theory tells you unless it's an accident, it has to make another reappearance with similar um, similar characteristics. So tell me more about um, C2 Chaos. Is this your that what your your stage name as a musician now? And yes, yeah, my artist name. Okay, so is is it C2 Chaos? But it's also going to be the. Okay. Yeah, it's also going to be like uh, the name of an organization at some point too. And why did you pick chaos? Is it because of the Chinese proverb that you can find opportunity in chaos? Or I have no. I, I'm not. I'm going to tell you right now. Outside the English language, I have no idea what fucking symbols, words, or anything <laughs> else. Has. I don't even know the fucking meanings. Like I had to pick Chinese characters that they said this is what they meant out of a book when I got it on my left arm. I didn't know. I've never seen those characters before in my life. If I saw them in a book, I would just assume it's Chinese and move on. Okay, okay. But what I'm saying is like, no, it's like uh, chaos. Uh, I mean, my first name's Chris, right? Mm-hmm. C. We're in the 2000s, so I put two. Right. And it also seems to be, it, it's also pretty trendy because, Why you know, other people... Yeah, exactly. Y two K, you know, you know, everyone, but everyone's initializing themselves now. Like people are so lazy, they don't even want to say names anymore because they can't speak right. So they, they just do letters. Yo, MJD, what's up? You know. Right, you know, right, right. Yo, MJ, it's like the greatest. You know, I can't people say, that are really. Yeah, that that kind of like sometimes like annoys me. It's like really. <laughs> but um, chaos. I mean, my middle name is Kyle. And one of the Chinese characteristic uh, characteristics I got when I was younger was chaos, but it's spelled a C H. Ah. But I was like, but I was like, who the fuck says it chaos? <laughs> like really? I'm like the fucking English English language is that fucking pathetic? <laughs> if I have to take a good word in chaos and then put a, its own spin on it just to be different, like you're that big of a fucking baby? Oh my. Well, I mean, they killed the Latin language for a reason because it just made more sense. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I swear to God, if we all learned Latin, we could probably there would probably be less misunderstanding. <laughs> all right, I'm not gonna go there with you, but I am gonna go in a different direction though. Um, there's a video on YouTube um, that is your response to the weather lady who talked about mm. the comments that she got about being fat. <laughs> no, I wasn't even a comment. Dude, that bitch, that bitch got a private email. Do you understand the word of private email? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he wanted to put that bitch on blast, he would have put it on his Facebook. <laughs> right? Or her Facebook wall. Yeah, you know, Holy shit. I, I saw he, was just trying, he was trying to kindly point out that he didn't appreciate the fact that everyone else has changed their image on TV except her. And since she wants to be a public figure, like you said, you have a responsibility. It doesn't matter if you're gay in the public community and you're, you're famous. It doesn't matter if you're a fat ass. Bitch, if you're on TV, I don't want my daughter fucking seeing you and think it's okay to fucking have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, because your fat ass can't put the kids down. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's like, oh, I've been trying. Don't you think I know this and I've been trying? Well, he pointed out in his fucking email, you haven't changed in years. So, no, I don't think you're trying. <laughs> what do you want to tell me now? Like, keep lying to yourself, you cunt. I, 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 ha- I, you know, I have to say I, I agree with you. And um, 
without using all those words because I choose not to use those words. But I, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I have watched her video like about two days ago, and when I found her in your <laughs> on your YouTube channel, I was like, okay, me and him have something in common here, <laughs> besides all the philosophical other stuff. I mean, I I agree. Like, you know, really, you know, there 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 is a reason why they have in the medical community, you know, the term obese, and how it's because it's unhealthy. And here she is defending exactly. defending the fact that she's unhealthy. And you know it was wrong some of the things that he did say to her. And she's like, and she's like, now now the children are going to go to the schools. I'm like, where the fuck was there a mention of children? And it's a news schools to sing this. And it's a news channel. Like they're supposed to report the news facts. I know. I don't care about your personal life, you time. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! Why am I hearing you whine right now? Why are you whining? Why are you fat? You are fat. You are obese. Stop bitching about it and get on a fucking treadmill. Oh my no, God. put down the cupcake. Put down the cupcake. It's like, you know what? You're a fucking fat cunt. <laughs> oh my God. And everyone should know that you're a fat cunt. And it's not okay to be a fat cunt because you know what? If you really don't want to be a fat cunt, you wouldn't be a fat cunt, but obviously you like being a fat cunt. <laughs> All right. So now, where are you going with your music? Like, I saw the and the last video I'm going to comment on, and then we'll, we'll draw it to a close, is um, you. We're at the Gardenia Jazz Club. Oh, you can't you can't follow my YouTube for my music right now. All my music on SoundCloud. Like everyone needs to go to SoundCloud right now. No, my yeah, YouTube. I'll get into the SoundCloud. But you know, when I heard you, this is how I got it to your YouTube. That's channel. my first time ever performing. Period. Like people don't realize, I only got into music about six months ago in February. Okay, seven months ago. I've never even performed in front of friends. I've never performed in my, my, to myself in front of a mirror. That was literally my first time ever performing in in front of anything. Okay, so so you you had this feeling. I mean, this urge to express yourself and through music, and this is you uh, unfolding then. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, this is me developing and seeing where what I'd like to do with my music. Okay. And right now, and right now, I've found a niche. That I really like, and so you really you don't know, know the direction you're going into. No, I do. It's my own. I'm just doing my own thing. Oh, okay. And I'm allowed to. It's my fucking art. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, it's. I know. It's true. Other, other artists get mad at me because I have the balls to do what I want. Well, there's a lot of artists who, who are out there doing what they want, and they do a little of everything, like Gaga. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. She's she's signed to a label. They're, she's doing what what they tell her. Oh, uh, which is really well. Anyway, it's, it's all fake. Like I'm actually, I'm actually just living my life, and I don't give a shit if I offend anybody. Well, uh, you know that that one. The reason why I bring up that video is because when I heard you there, opposed to what I heard over on SoundCloud, um, I really heard your voice for the first time, and I I believe I heard your heart. So you know, I yeah. it, it sounded like Tool. I left a comment. I don't know if you saw it. Um, and I told you to open up your heart. Harsh comments. I love it. And I, I, and I said, you know, I. It sounds like you need to open your heart more. And I'm also, you know, classically trained in music, um, and singing. And um, I like the way you sound, but I never hear direction. And and don't. I, oh. I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not criticizing you for this. No, 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 go ahead. Um, but um, you know, some, you know, like like Sheila Chandra, you know, she. You know, if you listen to her stuff, it's, you know, you don't know where she's going, but you do know that she has something to say. 
So, yeah, so do I, but it takes time. I'm not going to give it to you all in one album. <laughs> and like, when, you, like, you like my audience go fuck themselves when I, I'm going to give it to you all at once. When I heard you play at the you know, Gardenia Jazz Club, you know, on that video, I was like, you know, why is he sorry? Like, you know, like, so what? He doesn't have that much time, you know, classically being trained. You know, it's the direction and how much you open your heart to express that so that people the really point care. That, the, whole, the whole point of that performance was wasn't for me to actually perform. Mm. No point of me to do that was just to see if I could actually fucking do it. Mm. Okay. So that's why there's no direction in there because that wasn't my focus. You sounded like to me like uh, the guy from Tool, um, or or that you will fit in the alternative rock scene. And then you know, right before we got on the phone, I went to your YouTube channel to see if you put anything new on it, and you did. And you were like kind of like, in with some a rock band or something. You guys were like shooting the breeze, I guess, or. I, 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 are you heading towards the rock direction or are you just still like, cause you do some rap on your SoundCloud also. You have like rap stuff up there. It's, it's rap rock. Okay. Um, you know, it's, are you eating? What are you eating? Wait, wait, wait. No. Oh yeah. It's a burrito. That's true. burrito from Baja. Hmm. Make it but, hungry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just haven't eaten anything all day. That's all right. But um, where I'm going with my music right now, I like. Because I'm heavily influenced by Korn. I'm heavily influenced by Little Wayne. Ah, okay. I love Linkin Park. No, I grew up with 90s, you know, alter- uh, alternative music and grunge and all that good jazz. And it's just, you know, I'm just taking everything that I like and I'm just creating something that when I hear it, I think it sounds okay. I mean, because you know what? I'm allowed to have an opinion about my own music, and trust me, I'm my harshest critic. Mm. I am. I listen to every little fucking thing I did wrong, every little thing that didn't make sense. What people don't realize is I'm not trying to be another singer. Mm. I'm trying to be the best singer, and that means I have to completely change the way people think about singing. So does it, are you going to be also going off to... Um Getting getting some classes, maybe in boards class, and I, mean, I already have. Okay, I've, I've actually people realize in the past six months I've gotten a lot of vocal lessons, uh, a lot of different people, and I've tried out with a lot of different bands, just you know writing songs for them and everything like that. They love my lyrics. I've never had one thing ever bad said about the lyrics that I write. They're very they're very good. Just sometimes I don't have the understanding, or I didn't at the time know what voice to use, because. You know, and some, until you learn actually what voice you're comfortable using, it takes a long time to figure it out. One of my favorite tracks that you have going on right now, and your voice came up. I haven't listened to all everything yet, but mm-hmm. um, that I really like <clears throat> because of your voice and the way you you just carried yourself along with the music um, is uh, "Blood, Sex, and Murder," and um, and you. That last yeah. You kind of like pay a tribute in the beginning to of the track to um, an old um, '80s song, actually, which um, is Pat Benatar, I believe, and um, and it's really cool. Um, well, you know it. I'm sorry. I did what? You, it, it well to me, it sounded like it was a, a a tribute or a homage because you use an '80s singer, Pat Benatar. When did I do that? Uh, we will be invincible in blood, sex, and murder. I mean, not that you you sung a cover, but you use. It was like a. It was you know, uh, we will be invincible. I think is the name of the song, and it was just fast forwarded. I mean, well, her, you changed somebody changed the pitch on the 
Oh, I didn't even know that. Are you talking about the, the actual uh, the actual music? The music, yeah. The track has in the beginning of it of uh, which is number ten, blood, sex, and murder. Oh, I didn't even know. Like that that beat was. Um, oh, okay. I was working with the, with one of my friend's little brothers, and he sent me over a bunch of beats, and I just cranked uh, I cranked twelve of those tracks out in four hours. Oh, uh, okay. So, so I mean, those all. But that was the only song that I wrote out like. Like uh, the verse, the chorus, another verse, and then the chorus, and then I freestyled the last minute of it. Okay. And then um, you have the YouTube song. That was fun. Um, it was my first attempt at doing a song on my album live in front of you. And on the YouTube video, it sounds horrible because yes, it does. The audio. <laughs> well, because the audio was rec- no. Listen, the audio was recorded through my laptop mic. Oh, not my recording mic, my, the actual, but if you actually go to my SoundCloud and play that YouTube song and uh-huh. you sync them up, uh-huh. that's what it really sounded like. If you actually were there in the room with me, okay. cause you can see me singing into the mic and I have my headphones on so I can hear the music. You can't, but if you sync those up, cause I tell you on my YouTube video, when you can sync it, you go to the SoundCloud or download it on your iTunes cause it's a free download and you start it where I tell you to start it. You can see exactly what it really sounded like. Okay. It's not my it's not my fault that I, you know my old 2008 Mac that I bought off Craigslist <laughs> microphone. But it, it couldn't handle no, it couldn't handle my voice. Mm, like, I have a really I have a really strong you know voluminous voice. You do, and um, and it's a, it's it's a really sweet voice. I really like it. Um, it fits who you are, and um, and I I can't wait to hear some more stuff. Um, and see, you know, what you develop next. Um, it's your plans to move away from porn and get into music? Oh, yeah. As fast as possible. Okay. So, I know, it's just, I, I, I enjoy music more. Well, you know, we're, we're at the bottom of the hour and, um, I, I want to get, you know, I want to get listeners to really follow you and and you know take maybe an interest. So what's what what else is going you know what what do you have planned in the future for you you know in porn and and music and anything else you want to plug in? I mean, there's been thoughts of me opening up my own porn company. There's been thoughts of me doing my own escorting company. Um, you know, because I have people that I've talked to and they want me to get them into the industry, and I've been thinking about shit. I'm always thinking about new ways as I'm getting older and getting more connections of new ventures that I might want to try out when I have the extra money. Mm. So, you know, people told me, why don't you just open up your own porn thing? And I actually did, and I have it all planned out. I have it written out like a, a, a starter little business plan of something unique that I can do mm-hmm. that no one else can do because they're not me. Yeah, like that's... You would actually have, you'd actually have to be me for this idea to work. That's the idea that I created. <laughs> Like I made, I made it so good that I made sure that if you weren't me, it wouldn't work. Is this uh, uh, any type of porn or just gay porn? Or it, it'd be gay porn because that's what sells right now. But eventually, it would be both. Okay, you know, it add a little, add a little flavor in there because there's a lot of guys, gay guys that would like to watch me fuck women. Mm. Oh yeah, that's like a real big trend right now in the gay community. And uh, yeah. and then on the on the opposite side, there's a lot of women, straight and bi, who love gay porn. So yeah, like, I had a woman on the plane ask me about it, and she said she's going to look it up. Oh nice, okay. Yeah, she's in real real estate. So tell me, um, 
are you uh, in the meantime going to be like working with other uh, porn companies, like maybe Cult or Hot Entertainment? I'm like really surprised Cult hasn't like like caught up to you or. I don't know. They're. I'm sure. I'm sure I fitted somebody in that organization at some point. With my honesty. Or Falcon Studios or Hot Media. What's it called? Hot House Media or something. I don't know. They. You know what? The. The people running the porn industries have their heads up their fucking asses too. <laughs> All you right. No, they really do. Even Randy, even even Randy right now does. He thinks he has a grasp of what's going on with his own business. <laughs> he really doesn't. He really doesn't. He doesn't even realize that the reason why his videos aren't selling anymore is because he hired. He doesn't even take the time to meet his models or talk to his models anymore when he hires them. He just. Well, they look good. We'll send them to Angela, and you know, and then we'll get them hired in and. Why the hell are people buying it? Well, because, dude, you didn't realize that they actually have no fucking personality at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, holy shit, you screen half these guys? I have to agree with you. I The choices and the way that the, the thing, the porn's being made, it's right now in the game community is a turnoff. There's once in a while that I find some really good, honest-to-goodness porn that seems pleasurable and desirable because the guys seem or appear to be really beat into, be into it and not yeah. being forced yeah. into it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. And and there's like like new companies that are opening up. You know, every porn has its own. You know, company has its own like view or perception of uh, how to do porn. And but there's there's some new ones that are being opened up just tailored to, just for pleasure to really promote the idea that sex should be pleasurable. And I'm really mm-hmm. liking that. Not that they're top quality, top notch actors uh, in terms of um, looks. Uh, but yeah, they're they're hiring couples now because that's real sex. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that's. I had a company last year that was going to fly me and my girlfriend out the fuck. Oh God, I wish that would have happened. <laughs> but it didn't. Oh. Well, I'm here. Here's to wishing you all the best in whatever you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. from here forth on and I hope to have you again maybe to promote or talk about something else if you like and yeah. and I hope everyone else who's listening um, really you know takes a hold of, uh, and a look at your work and I'm going to be posting links on the show notes um, you know they can find you where on Facebook right uh, uh, you can find me on yeah, Facebook slash uh, c2chaos.com Twitter slash c2chaos.com and uh SoundCloud slash c2chaos.com. So I keep it simple. Okay. And for your porn work, they can find you at where right now? Randy Blue? Yeah, I just did another with Randy. I don't know. It probably won't go up until like next week or a couple weeks. You know how they are. Right. And that's Jackson Wheeler you're there at. And um, and you don't have like your own Jackson Wheeler or anything. Not not yet. I had my laptop stolen uh, in LA a month and a half ago. Oh, so that's I don't know about a laptop. So if any listener wants to donate a laptop to me, please, by all means. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm serious. If there's a listener out there that likes me, hey, I'll, I'll do a fair trade for a laptop. And there you have it, everyone. Jackson Wheeler, Chris, Christopher Ash needs a laptop. So if you if you can donate one, then go right ahead. Hey, maybe you should get like an Indiegogo happening or Kickstarter. Well, a what? Indiegogo, where like you ask for money for a certain project or, you know, like... You know, you need a, a recording studio because this is your vision. So you put up a. YouTube. I didn't even know. I didn't even know about that. Oh yeah, Indiegogo.com. I'll send you the link if if you want. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, definitely. 
Well, Chris, you know, thank you so much for being on the on the Chip for Chat episode of the Oral Fix podcast. And um, here's to a, a bright, good future. Yeah. Oh, great. You're welcome. I, I, I I'm glad you you liked it. And um, and I'll you know I'll let you know when when I post everything. And um, and uh, a goodbye for now. To understand me, you just see what you want to see. There's no way I could help you out. You don't know what it's all about. So you want to understand me, you just see what you want to see. There's no way I could help you out. You don't know what it's all about. Every time you leave for work You never seem to know when to stop I never know when you'll return Cascade and Alphaville, a mix by Andrew Craver Bootleg. And uh, the song title is Forever Young Eyes. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Chit for Chat, episode number 55. Christopher Ash, much thank you again. And I spoke with him afterwards and he was very much interested in uh, coming back onto the show. So perhaps in the near future, we'll have some more of Christopher Ash. Stay tuned. I want to remind everyone to look out for the next sequences of uh, episodes of 55. We'll have episode 55A, Sniff and Scratch. Then episode 55B, which will be Go Ask Alice. And there'll just might be an episode 55C, Sex. Stay tuned. If you have any feedback regarding this episode and anything that we spoke about or I announced, please send it to oralfixpodcast at gmail.com or call it in at 646-504-3491. You can also leave your thoughts, suggestions, feedback, questions, and answer on any of the postings made on Facebook or G plus or on Twitter. 
You can find the Oral Fix Podcast and the show notes at www.oralfixpodcast.com where you'll find links to the music featured on this episode as well as links to Christopher Ash. You can also follow the Oral Fix on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash Oral Fix, the Oral Fix podcast, and as well as G+. Now I'm going to leave you with some Saul Ruiz, his remix of the song Missing, which was written by Everything But The Girl, featuring Matt Albert. Enjoy. Nothing since you moved You're long gone